Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I just shared the biggest, my dad loves me the most flex. On a single visit to Disney, he rode It's a Small World 30 times back to back with me. Does your daddy love you that much? I don't think so. Samson Davis. I want to know it which round he seriously started contemplating like murder like jail for 30 years <laughs> or or do i just keep going until like the place closes because <laughs> i feel like well, there, there had to be a serious con- contemplation there it's because i got scared on mr toad's wild ride that's how old ah. this ha- was that's how old i am listeners mm. that was a ride and it was wild yeah well, I think it's yeah. referring to that time where, like, I'm it, not saying this was how the book said it, but, like, looking back on it, he was probably drunk driving. Mr. Toad or your dad? Mr. Toad. <laughs> and Stace Babcock. Uh, uh, wow, I don't even know what to say, but I am present and contemplating Mr. Toad's wild ride. Have you never read Wind in the Willows? I don't know, man. You said it ain't there anymore? Well, the book is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure if the Disney ride is, is well, still there. the ride. I read The Wind in the Willows, I think. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I unfortunately can't get rid of it because it's like my dad recorded. No, not my dad. My grandpa recorded an audiobook for me of him reading it to me. Aw. So, like, I can never get rid of it or else. Just like my clown music box. Uh, So I'm looking it up right now. It's still there. Oh, shit. Well, how did I miss that? I didn't go to Disney until I was an adult, though. Mm. Where is it? It's in Fantasyland within Magic Kingdom. This map sucks. Off to the right, if that means anything. Yeah, you know how you guys have a mental map of uh, mm-hmm. Disneyland in your head? Yeah. Sorry, Disney Disneyland, World? Disney World? It would have been World, because my parents don't do California for some reason. Yeah, California Adventure. No, it, yeah, so it's Disneyland, because California Adventure oh. is right across the street. I mean, it used to be in Disney World, Yeah, too. it was in Disney World, because I've never been to Disneyland. Huh. I don't know. Uh, first links brought me to Disneyland. Oh, God, now I can't. Okay. <laughs> get Getting out all the Disney prawn. So it, it exists somewhere. You can go put your butt in there. So Listeners, go put your butt in there and tell me if it's still scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like the Disney World one. They closed in September 1998. Uh, Listeners, guess how old I is. Not that old, Alex. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I was 18 when it closed. 
I just find it funny because we never went to Disney World again, and my, then my little brother was born. <laughs> and then he joined band to go on the Disney World like trip, and they didn't do it. Oh. That sounds like a real big bummer. Oh. <laughs> That's rough. But you know what can make a rough day better? Some Click Clack Math Rocks. Oh, I know of uh, Click Clack Math Rocks. Die Hard Dice, they have the beautiful Click Clacks, metal and acrylic in all different colors. They very often ro- run uh, kind of promotions and stuff. They recently came out with kind of a, well, recently. I don't know when you're listening to this. At one point in time, they ran a kind of Mars and Venus set. They have a bunch of other colors and stuff and promotions that I can't think of off the top of my head. So go look at them right now on their website, dieharddice.com. And when you find that perfect pair of dice that you want to click-clack with, use our code Explorers1 at checkout and get 10% off your order. You get Primo Dice for a little bit cheaper, and you also support us a little bit. So go do that, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Once you're driving, don't do that now. So who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. We were at the restaurant eating the questionable foods when a Scream was let out, and these are the politest patrons I've ever seen because they paid for their meals before getting the fuck out. Like, if only America would do that. I mean, what? (laughs) And then a new friend casually and quickly approached our table because they were like, hey, any snakes in this place? And the waiter was just like, oh, IDK, there might be a woman named Boa over there. They might be snake-like in more than just name. And they were like, hey, I heard you like snakes. You want to come look at something? And to be fair, the bouncer only remembered because Nix chose to only pay 10 shins for the group rather than 10 shins <gasps> each. The oh. consequences of our actions. No. But we got like a lot of good shit out of it. So <laughs> who's regretting what now? And mm-hmm. Nix was very smart and decided to have Chacho come with them to come upstairs to investigate because it would be a weird split the party of Dilly's over there crafting the new Moneras, Nix is exploring and solving crimes, and Chacha is eating bread with chunky milk. Mm-hmm. It's thick. The wettest cottage cheese. That's not cottage cheese. I know. Mm-hmm. Is it like? Maybe like two steps away from butter slash cheese in general. It's like half and half with cottage cheese in it. Mm. If I wasn't already nauseous enough. (laughs) Thanks. Anyway, when we went upstairs, they were like, we weren't sure why this man was being strangled. So we looked through a device and saw snakes. And so we fired blindly with our device. And Jaja was like, hey, Maybe don't do that. That seems reckless. And they're like, don't worry. The device we fire only hurts extra dimensional creatures. Anyway, (laughs) Nyx is fake investigating because Nyx knows exactly what happened because she made that happen. And we find out that the snakes got away with a mystery spy. And I forgot that we wanted that to happen. So I was just like, I, the person, was just like, is are they saying the spy they use has been captured or the spy they have captured has been captured? It was a moment for me. It was a <laughs> moment. And then, basically, after some real awkward times, it was just like, yeah, we're going to investigate this. Don't worry. And they're like, only guilt 
stuffed now. And we're like, fine, be that way. We're leaving. Bye. And even though Nick strolled very good to make sure we weren't being tailed, we are being tailed. And that one person told us. And then we bought blue wool. Kind of a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. We've got some questionable things we're going to do with it, I think. Like, yeah, sort of an extreme amount. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe we will build fursuits and go off into the wilderness. <gasps> like that guy who dressed as a goat to live among the mountain goats. What? You don't remember this? <laughs> no, of all the men I'm familiar with that go off and live with animals, a goat one is not among them that I'm aware yeah. of. Yeah. A hiker was just like, that's a weird mountain goat in that herd. And when he looked through his binoculars, it turned out to be a man on all fours in a poorly made goat outfit wearing a mask. And when the authorities caught him, he was just like, hey, I'm just, you know, checking it out for when I go goat hunting. And they're like, you could get seriously hurt if someone mistook you for a goat. Goat hunting is not a thing. That can't be a thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. Sadal gave us this information. And then they were like, deuces, have fun. We're like, okay, we're going to lure this person into an alley and probably kill them. It's fine. For some reason, we go sideways on the murdering of this stalker, and instead we become friends, and then they, like, escort us back to our hotel, so we're not bugged by other people. And then we say hey to the innkeeper per the stalker's request, and we go into Boa's room, and then we Dracula crawl past the window of Deneb's room into the room where Bork Dilly is, completing his Numenera. And after seeing, like, uh, Dracula crawl in real life, it's very disturbing. So I'm glad I said no one sees me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway. And so Dilly was very proud. He finished his device. Oh, but while Dilly was finishing his device, the imps came out and they're like, don't worry, we got you. We completed our mission. We got Clemuel. It was amazing. And we found a fire. But jokes on you, they were like, they meant a literal cooking fire, not the kind we wanted. Mm -hmm. But they're like, but sad news. Three of the people on this reconnaissance mission did get gravely injured. And so to send them to the hot rock in the sky, please eat them because that's what they're into. Rock in the sky in <laughs> your tummy. Yes. There's a hot rock in the sky in your tummy. Your Liza, your Liza. And so Nyx proceeds to eat three imps and, like, m just mildly passes out from it. Like, she got the itis from the eating, and it's fine. Don't worry about it. And so Dilly's like, yes, I finished my device that will disguise Nyx as Carlisle. And, oh, fuck, that might be out of date now. But we're like, don't worry, you did a great job, Dilly. It wasn't a waste of three days. I'm not sure <laughs> if that was one day. Oh, th three episodes, one day. Sorry. <laughs> that would have been sadder if it was three days <laughs> in game. <laughs> so anyway, Dilly's like, I'm going to sleep too. And for some reason, I was like, you know, since Chach has got some energy, somebody should stand guard. Good thing she did because our favorite person, I'm like being sarcastic here. Deneb shows up. It's like, hey, you guys want to go on a wagon? And I was just like, no. 
go away. You're a weirdo. And then so Chacha used her like amazing logic skills and like knew that she shouldn't tell people that, hey, my other companions are sleeping in this room. So if I go with you, they're going to be vulnerable. It's going to be great. And so instead, she's just like, they're doing things. And Deneb, for some reason, got awkward and left. I believe Chacha implied pretty heavily that you guys were in the middle of providing services to sleeping. each other. Sleeping. We were sleeping. That's what she was implying. Indirectly. I don't even remember how I phrased it, but I was just like, how do you say sleeping without saying they're sleeping? Taking turns meeting our needs. That's what you said. Then what happened? I was going to, I was just about to pat myself on the shoulder and be like, this is your best recap ever, Alex. You did such a great job, Alex. Um, can I get a hint for 500? Dilly? Oh, Dilly was dreaming about naked people. One naked person in particular. But any hoozle, he was in a long, dark corridor approaching a naked person who was facing away from him. So it was still like PG-13, R as all the bits and bobs are covered. I think that's how that works in the rating system. And so Dilly, I think they were crying? Was it crying or screaming? I feel like they're both so interchangeable. They were looking up with their mouth open and like Mercury was kind of... But that's not the reason you told, like you wanted to see their face. Like before that, there was a reason you wanted to see their face. They're a single naked person in this room made of like black flesh and tumors and... You make it sound so less sexy than it was. It's a dream. It's kind of... It's both. It's... They just need someone to talk to. Yeah. But yeah, then that's where we ended. Yeah. Speaking of which, Dilly, you've just seen these eyes meet yours in a desperate plea. They're looking at me for help, this person in my dream. Yeah. Is their face recognizable at all? No. Cool. Dilly will look up at, in the direction that they were looking. There's the ceiling above fleshy and swollen with some pus forming into a droplet on the outside but it's too thick to fall yet gross what what are you doing here to be clear Dilly does not know this is a dream Dilly's just with the vibe right now so to speak okay no I'm asking like is that that true I think you know you're dreaming okay I'm gonna grab your hand bring you out of this flesh room what's are you okay? What's your name? How did you get here? As you reach for their hand, you notice a slash open up on their forearm, and blood starts to well, and the eyes wet in pain. And that's when you notice something that the overall appearance kind of distracted you from. This figure is covered in stone burner synth scars on their chest, with three tools featured across their right breast. And that's when you wake up. God, what the actual fuck? How are we doing? Is everyone white? Yeah. Why did they keep bugging us? Did you tell them we like that? What? What? Who? Our neighbor, like, they keep trying to come into this room. It's weird. Oh, no. Uh, they're they're pretty clearly a spy, Cha-Cha. Yeah, yeah. For the stone burners. We did some investigating while you were out. Also, just a quick thing, when Dilly wakes up, he now has six edge. Ooh. In intellect. Ooh. And to be clear, six is the maximum on edge. Am I, do I remember that right? Yes. Okay. Also, white noise bubble. Yeah, Deneb is definitely trying to, like, catch us and bring us into the stone burners midst. Dace, roll 1d6 for me. 
super depletion on your Kyle out of the skies. Four. Okay. So I vaguely remember, Nyx, you said the imps have Clem, right? Oh, yeah. We just have to decide, like, where we want them to bring her. Okay. Probably not here, what with a spy. Right. Right. So I was thinking, well, I just had this thought, because I just woke up. Bork and Carlisle need to leave Bodrov, because I don't know if these disguises are going to work for us much longer. Maybe Baby Pack 2? But what I'm thinking is, yeah, Baby Pack disguise needs to leave as well. We all leave Bodrov as soon as possible. Outside, uh, you have your imps bring Clemuel outside of Bodrov. We put the Carlisle necklace on Clem, and then you, Clemuel, and Cha-Cha teleport back in, and then I, I guess, walk back as a devil broom. We get Clem back, and then we can kind of shed our shitty disguises that aren't really working for us. And then Clem also has a disguise that I don't need to be a present for. Oh, yeah, no, I think that sounds like a pretty good idea, Dilly. Just like, do we think that Clemuel can pull off Carlisle, you know? <sighs> Probably not super well, but I, Carlisle hasn't really been making a whole lot of rounds recently. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. Cha-Cha, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it does seem reasonable. And then maybe we could get them to leave us alone? Well, they'll still be uh, after Boa and Veronica Candace, though. But yeah. Veronica Candace? That's a, that's Cha-Cha's not disguise disguise. Yeah. I thought I'd go with a normal name this time. Veronica Candace? Yeah. An average normal name. Dilly withholds judgment. <laughs> Veronica Candace, Ford Prefect. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I guess we get started. What should we tell? Because uh, we're very likely going to run into Deneb and other stone burners on the way out. We should have a story ready to, like, tell them, like, hey, we got a... <gasps> the other half of our thruple. We have a thruple, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe we got, like, a message from them to, like, help them, and now we have to leave Bodrov or something. How about that? So the thruple's getting back together? Or is, are we making a revenge thruple? We're going to rescue our thruple. Oh. The other half of our thruple. Oh. But then, like, don't we have to bring back other people? Yeah, that. No, no. We're not coming back to Bodrov. Or... Carlisle is. Carlisle is. Hmm. We'll figure that out on the way when we get... Let's assume we... Let's get out of Bodrov first. Let's do that first. Maybe we could say Carlisle just got... Why do we actually have to disappear? I just went to the market and, like, bought new clothes. No, we need a... Carlisle and uh, Bork and Baby Pack to disappear. Why, though? Like, if we just, like, started wearing our other disguises, they would effectively disappear. Yeah, but then they're going to be searching for those. And they'll never find them. I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, like, at most, we just need to, like, go up to Marta and, like, all, all of Flurry and, like, mumble something about, I don't know, a funeral? I don't know. Okay, and then, like, disappear in, like, an alleyway or something? Because the thing is, if we, like, make the switch outside of Bodrov, it's less likely a stone burner is going to, like, See us, and then also we can get Clemuel back in, or at least we can get Clemuel out at the very least. Oh yeah, and then send Clemuel maybe to like ah fuck. There's not even like who would she even talk to? Because we can't like send her back to yeah. I don't know. No, I, no, I'm not quite sure what to do. Well, can I like make a suggestion? That, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that we have access to the second floor of the high man's view. I think the heat is turning up. I say the time to act is soon. Whenever they stop partying and, like, everyone passes out. I believe the High Man's View is technically closed from, well, at least in the mornings. They open up at lunch, so probably early morning if we want to go in, like, at night, 4 o'clock. Or ninth World Equivalent, 
four o'clock in the morning. There are definitely three guards outside of the most private room, which is just generally where I've been assuming the fire is. Would that be the Volick room, would it? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> we could take three guards. Although, can we do it quietly, I guess, is a better question. You also don't know what's inside the room either. I mean, we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Okay, so if we don't leave Bodrov, we still need a ditch. Our shitty disguises, so where do we want to get Clemuel? Maybe, though, before you do that, what if you, like, just did a little scouting with, like, that chip that Tarek gave you? What do you mean, scouting with it? Oh, like, go up there and ask? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Because I was also kind of thinking coming back as, like, a Dillabrim, like, full-on a Dillabrim cred. Because uh, Tarek mentioned that he knew Master Aces, so I come in with the chip, be like, hey, I heard there's a guy named Tarek here. I need to talk to him. All right, yeah, so uh, let's disappear Bork, then. <laughs> Scary when you say it like that. But yeah, yeah, we should. And then also disappear uh, Baby Pack and maybe Carlisle, too. Or at least, well, no, maybe not. Because I hmm, I do think it would be useful to like have Clemuel be Carlisle. I just think it would be useful to have two different potential disguises. Like, let's just live a, a double life. Yeah, I, are you good with doing that? Me? I'm loving it so far, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. Cool, let's disappear. Guess we gather our shit. In this room, at least. What are you doing exactly? Because I, I thought I heard two different conclusions. For sure, Bork and Carlisle and Baby Pack are checking out, right? No, Nyx was suggesting that we just keep both rooms and live a double life, like she's been doing with Carlisle and Mistress Boa. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So I guess for sure we're leaving High Man's View, still have our rooms, that we're just going to disappear in an alley, and then... Pick up our usual disguises, or our, our better disguises. Nyx will go out as Mistress Boa and try to draw away the Stoneburners watching. Through the window, through the window. Because Boa didn't enter this room, remember? Oh, I, th- I I think it'll be all right. Are you sure? I mean, yeah. Boa and Deneb are, like, cool. All right, good luck. Nyx deactivates her Carlisle necklace and takes off her denim and puts on her snakeskin and listens briefly at the door and then opens it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to offer Stace an XP. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Who will you give the other one to? I'll give the other one to Dilly for making a badass disguise necklace. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. You step out, and at the same time, Deneb's door opens, and she walks out, and she's like, Oh! It's funny timing this. I didn't realize that you had spent the night in Bork's room. And she winks at you. <laughs> Next week's back. They're a friendly bunch. <laughs> really? They always seemed a bit standoffish to me, but apparently you were able to warm them up. I think they have a type. Once again, her face goes brittle and she's like, maybe so. How are your partners? Not that they're my partners. I just met them. Everybody moves at their own speed. <laughs> my partners are out at the moment, but they'll be back soon. I look forward to introducing you to them. I look forward to meeting them. Yes. Well, I'm heading to breakfast. Are you headed that way yourself? Yes. Well, let's walk together then. She starts walking along and then she turns and stops and looks back at you, waiting for you to follow. Oh, Nyx does. Do you know of any place that serves raw eggs? I don't know. Um, I didn't see raw eggs on the menu here, but they did have a variety of things. I prefer rare or raw meats. 
Stacy eggs, right? Did I make that up? Yeah, they, yeah, famously. That's what I thought. Well, I don't know about raw meat, but there's definitely a bucket of raw insects. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Sure, right this way. And she leads you down, and there sure is a bucket of live wild insects thrashing around each other in the spot. I say insects. I mean, they're all bugs. Some of them are more like centipedes with the number of legs and things like that. But they're all living meat to Nyx. Nyx just grabs the bucket. I'll walk with you. And just starts, like, taking handfuls and eating them. Mm-hmm. Loud crunching as Deneb leads you over to a table and says, Well, how are you settling in? Um, I'm pleased to see that you had actually met Bork. I remember mentioning him to you. Yes, very talented. I had an interesting day yesterday. Did you now? Yes. I don't know if you're familiar with the high man's view. Yes. We talked about it briefly, I believe, when you visited me. Oh, right. Well, I went there for lunch yesterday with a colleague of mine who you might meet soon. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I spent a lot of money I shouldn't have, but you gotta go, you know? That's what they say. Right. So we're eating, and then we hear these screams, and like everyone's running, or like everyone's paying their bills, and then the scream stopped, and like this stone burner came up to me and was like, You're a snake. This was snake related. Do you know anything about it? And I was like, Well, let me look at it. But honestly, I didn't really know anything about it, but now they're following me. Give me a 15 social roll. I'm giving you an asset already on this, which is why it's a 15. So then you're specialized, which makes it a 9. Nick slept the night, so let me do some recovery rolls to get some int back. So that makes it a 9. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 16. Okay. That's really, um, really unusual. But, you know, they they follow everyone there. That's what I have noticed. It seems like anytime someone becomes in a town until they're sure they're not a threat, they check them. I mean, they always have to worry about intrusions from those little thieving guilds out east. I'm just saying, I thought that Bodrov was cool with abhumans. And so I decided to lean into it, and I guess I was wrong. It's certainly more welcoming than other parts of Daverine, let's put it that way. I suppose so. I haven't been ran out of town. Yeah, that rarely happens here unless somebody is trying to disrupt Stoneburner business. But I overheard that there was some sort of spy. They did execute a number of spies a couple, couple weeks ago, actually. And I met Carlisle. Oh, you did? Isn't he the greatest? I'm not sure. He just seems sort of suspicious of me. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the context you meet someone. So, how was your day? It was good. My partners brought me back the coolest little pieces of art, and she starts going on and on about this stuff. It's very banal. And what are Dilly and Chacha doing during this? I think for sure we hear Bo and Deneb talk a little bit in the hallway, so I think we wait until we hear them. Mm-hmm. hear their voices fade. Mm-hmm. All right, let's disappear. And then Bork and Baby Pack walk out of the room and head out. Okay. Okay. You head out of the building where you're going? Do you want to go to an alleyway or do you want to go where there's a crowd of tall people? To what? To, <laughs> until he quickly looks around to disappear. Remember, we're disappearing. Oh, I thought we were going to do something weirder. Okay. Um... No, I'm not. 
You're a good friend. Not like that, though. Oh, no. I thought men like crapping in the alley. Were you blaming it on other people? <laughs> no. <laughs> like I said, you're a good friend, but not like that. I guess the best way to do it, it's like they do it in the plays where you go into a crowd of tall, like people see you, make eye contact, and then a carriage passes by and then you're gone. All right. Let's find some tall people. Yeah. And by tall, I mean like five and a half foot and above. (laughs) We're both both very Mm -hmm. short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess we go to the marketplace if that's the best place or if there's uh, another place we saw while we were on our initial tour. Yeah, so because you have your illusions in play here, Dilly, because you're going to change. This is a 15. Your illusions make it a 12. You could argue stealth, or if you've got something else you want to argue for making it better. Um, I'm going to say stealth because I'm specialized in stealth. Okay, so that makes it a 6. All right. Is this an intellect roll or a speed roll? Mm, because of the nature of how you're doing it with illusions, I would say it's intellect-based. Okay, there was a six, you said? Mm-hmm. And then this is a freebie, because I have six edge. Okay. Yeah. So... If anybody was following you, they have definitely lost track of Baby Pack and Pork. Hell yeah. Just for flavor, I think we enter one side of the marketplace, and Dilly kind of starts uh, using his major image to kind of fill out the crowd, so to speak. And out the other side, um, mm-hmm. Adila Brim and Candace Veronica. Or is it Veronica Candace? Veronica Candace. Veronica Candace. Exit the crowd. All right, that was easy. Yeah, we should do this more often. Uh, think about it after after we're done with work. Okay. Okay. And then I guess we head back to the inn, right? Okay. Yeah, get that free breakfast. Um, so Veronica Candace is listed as being part of that other mm-hmm. room, but not. A Dilibrim crap. So before they get back, Nick says to Deneb, So Bork seems very talented, but I have to say, I think that my right is better. Oh, you're right. Who's your right? Dilly. Dilly. I don't know if I've met a Dilly. A Dilibrim crap? She kind of looks up. She's like puzzled. Hmm, don't, don't know the name. I don't know that he's famous. I'm just saying that he is more talented than Bork. Oh, well, is he, I mean, you said he's your right. Um, is he one of your partners? Is he here for that? Or is he, where is he based out of? I met him on my journeys. He wanders. And that's interesting to hear about a right without a stable workshop. Like I said, he's talented. Hmm. Well, I'd, I'd love to meet him. I'm sure you will soon. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. I'm always interested in people with great talents. Oh, really? Check this out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nyx eats her. Uh, Damn. (laughs) She just, like, unhinges her jaw and sticks out her tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Deneb is unfazed by that. But uh, let's see. Give me a 12 social roll to keep this from going poorly for you. You're specialized. That makes it a six. Oh, gosh. How could this ever go poorly? (laughs) (sighs) I'm gonna... (laughs) Your your jaw gets stuck unhinged. Nine. Yep. Um, Yeah, there's a moment where you're talking where you see she almost, like there's a moment where you can tell there's almost like danger in her eyes in the way she might shift her opinion of you but then it just like flips back like whatever random thought she was thinking is no more ooh interesting 
And through a window, you can see Dilly and Cha-Cha undisguised approaching the door to the inn. Oh, there they are. Dilly, Veronica Candace. <laughs> Do we hear that? You're still outside, technically, but if you're coming in the door, you'll, like, hear Nick's the second time she calls out to you. <laughs> All right, yep. Yeah. I guess when we hear that, <laughs> Dilly's like, hi. <clears throat> oh, hey, Boa. How's it going? Not bad, Dilly. This is our neighbor, Deneb. Our, our what? Oh, hello. Oh, you know, she mentioned that her partner's, she came ahead to get the room, but she never mentioned the partner's name, so nice to meet you. Dilly it is? Uh, yes, Dilly Mkret. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name's Deneb. I'm also staying here. That makes sense, since you're our neighbor. I hear good things about your skills. I, that's, <laughs> I'm sure Bo is being very nice. And uh, Veronica Candace it is? Yes, I'm Veronica Candace. How are you? It would be awkward if you were waiting here and didn't stay at this establishment. Yes, it would. She kind of, like, looks uncomfortably between Veronica Candace and Boa and says, Well, I'll see you around. Are you sure you won't stay? Yes, I'm, I'm done with breakfast and I, I really should get back to my reading. Have fun. All right. And she turns and leaves and goes up the stairs and me and back to the rooms. All right. Phase one. Done. Good job. Now we need to get Clem back, right? Nick stands up and goes over to Marta. One more for my room. A deliberate cret. Oh, all right. That'll be um, a half shift. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you. And Nick leads him to the, to the other room. Okay. White noise bubble. Once we're in. Uh-huh. All right. How do we want to get Clem back? You just have to tell the tell my children where to bring her. Your children, right? DMs. Okay, Dan. While we were um, walking around in that first kind of tour of Bodrov, was there a place on the walls that were kind of not well watched from the streets? It's kind of iffy. Give me an intellect roll of twelve because it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would have been thinking about in advance, right? I assume this is a memory task. Yeah, it's a memory task, so it's a 15. <laughs> I'm also trained in memorizing and remembering, so I think that just cancels out. Mm. Are you memorizing the wall? I'm remembering and memorizing, because I'm a intellect. Oh, yeah, then it would cancel yeah. out, yeah. What am I? I'm an intelligent, right? So it's 12, 9, 6. Yeah, I'll try 6. 9. It's a bit of a crapshoot if other people might be wandering there, but there was one area that you noticed that was probably not in great eyesight of any of the military presence up there anyway. Uh, so I think I remember a place on like the wall. We might be able to like pull her out of whatever dimensional space she's in. Otherwise, maybe we could find like a empty shop and pull her out there. Mm. I, I like the wall idea. Yeah. Okay. Then let's go take a walk while Deneb is uh, reading, so to speak. I don't think she's actually reading. No way. That's a fucking lie. So we're just going to go and spy. Yes. So you're heading to that section of the wall. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you go to that section of the wall. Takes you maybe 45 minutes to get there. It's a crowded. A lot of people. Samson, even rot. <sighs> Odd. Stace, roll die. Tell me if you get even rot. Four. Fuck. There are definitely some people milling about here. Okay. Are they taking, like, Ninth World selfies on the wall? Can we take Ninth World selfies? I don't have a cipher for it, so I don't think so. Are they just citizens, or are they, like, guards, or are they stone burners? There's one stone burner amidst a bunch of other citizens. Hmm. 
And does the stone burner look to be like watching us or are they just there as a kind of coincidence? Give me a perception or insight roll of 12. Uh, training perception brings it to a nine, two three levels of effort brings it to a three. Yeah, I'll roll that. 16. They don't appear to be following you. They, it appears to be coincidence. This is a stone burner here. Okay. I have something that will definitely work, but it's a little intense. What? Can we say we like get to the wall and are just kind of like looking at the view and whispering amongst ourselves? Mm-hmm. So I can kind of do this thing with Aster's help that would disperse the crowd without any of us directly drawing blood. I can't say what will happen exactly. Will we draw attention? Probably, yes. Because, like, what if you just cast an illusion to make this little corner of the wall look like nothing's going on? I can do that. Dilly looks around. How how crowded is it? Is it, like, just a few people? Like It's just a few people. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. It's going to get a little tricky. It's going to get a little dicey, though, if somebody walks over. Should we just go somewhere else, then, do you think? Maybe, yeah. Especially with Clem being, like, a person of interest. Right. All right. Dark Alley it is. Right. <laughs> Old Reliable. Hey, you guys go to find a dark alley. Give me a intellect roll of 15. Is that a Nyx roll? Whoever wants to lead it, and then everybody else can kind of chime in. I got edge and intellect, so. Yeah, no, by all means. <laughs> go for it. Uh, So I can bring it down to a nine automatically. Mm-hmm. I think, depending on how you guys do it, you could argue stealth. Oh, okay. Oh, Nyx is trained in stealth. Dilly is specialized in stealth as well. So that breaks it down to a three. Yeah, I'll roll that. I feel good about threes. <laughs> if you get a one, I'm going to shit myself. It kind of hesitated on a one, but then it flipped over to a seven. So Okay. <laughs> okay. No need to rage poop. Yeah, so I, I guess since we're being stealthy, we kind of very casually walk to a quieter part of town, maybe a residential part, mm-hmm. since it's the work day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you found a, an alley, a shadowed alley. There is the smell of rotten fruit in this alley, coming from essentially a dumpster. Dilly will use his illusions to deepen the shadow and hide us while we pull Clem out of the impole. Nyx hisses at her medallion. Your messenger forms out of the shadows. Mistress, you called? We came. Yes, and, and I really appreciate that. So I was wondering if you could bring Clemuel here. Whatever mistress wishes. And the imp that you're talking to kind of motions their head to their left, and out of the shadow crawls another imp, this one with a distorted throat. That seems like almost somebody's punching inside of it. And then they open their mouth and they vomit out, covered in slime. A wide-eyed, panicked Clemuel. Oh, if ever she had a reason to drink. Yeah. And she's like, oh God, And the imp says, As requested, mistress, we have kept her safe. Uh, thank you. But not sane. That's all I need for the moment. Feel free to go uh, take some time to yourself. A little R&R. Yes, we will hydrate. Yes. <laughs> and they fade into the shadows. All right, peace out. Chacha saw everything, even though she didn't hear anything besides hissing. But Dilly, you also saw Clemuel just sort of 
appear in midair and falls to the ground covered in slime. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 shush, shush, hey. Hi, 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 that might be the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, it, uh, it's, it could have been worse. Shh, calm down. So. Worse? Could have been worse? Yeah, there was a, actually, no, Dilly wouldn't know that. Probably could have been worse. You were about to be executed, actually. Oh, no shit. I know, I was, I was telling them that, I think I had convinced them that we weren't connected, that I was just hiding amongst you. Well, yeah, but I still wasn't going to let you be executed. Yeah, hold on. What exactly did you tell them? They knew that we had approached the Jebei and that somebody from the Nixos had left and then they saw my mark and they got me and then they were pressuring me about that and I told them very little, but I told them that I had infiltrated, joined a member of your party just as you were approaching the city and that I had freed the Nixos agent and that... I think I had convinced them that you all were blameless in this. And she looks over at Nick's like, oh my god, what have you done to yourself? Oh yeah, no, this is my, like, not disguise disguise, so that Dilly doesn't always have to be with me. I'm going by Boa right now. Oh, right. Also, like, super sorry about the whole staying inside of a snake situation. Yeah, how long was I in there? It felt like a week. No. (laughs) Oh, no. Is there an answer that would make you feel better? It was less than 28 hours. She kind of, like, closes her mouth tightly and thinks for a second. And Alex, evens her odds. I'm feeling odd today. Samson, roll die. Let me forget even your odd. Come on, give me that one. 13. Thank you. Not bad. She gets control of herself. She does not scream. And she says, oh, all right. Okay. Guys, I feel like getting... Clem out of Bodrov might be the best idea. Yeah, I think you might be right. I I don't want to. I don't want to go with the snakes again. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. Jaja, can you take care of that? We can use some makeup. I thought you could just like teleport her. That's kind of what I was. Uh oh. Back to the room or Shalmus? Uh Well, I don't. I don't know if they're still there, but yeah, Shalmus. I was thinking back to the safe house, but I don't. They might be gone already. Mm, probably. Usually you leave a safe house when it's not safe. But, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Back to the shop, Dilly, maybe? Uh, my shop? In Charmont? No, to, to, what's his name? The, uh... Oh, Salah? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, I guess, yeah. Or, you know, I have, I have friends. They're stationed at Fortress Nidal. So here's the thing about Nidal. When we went there, nobody was there. Or rather, nobody living was there, so... Nidal might not be the best place to be at the moment. Although, I that was like a week or two ago. She had been getting up, but she falls to her knees again and begins sobbing. Right, 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 right. Yeah, sorry. Things are bad. Shit, yeah. Salah, maybe. I, sure. And then come back. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I guess I should come back, too. Yeah. And we'll be right here. We're not... I don't think we're gonna move. So, Cha-Cha, if you are taking Clemuel, it will cost you one level of effort on top of your normal cost for teleportation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a lot of edge in, in Temelmigens. Okay. So, yeah, you touch Clemuel's shoulder, and there is a twist and a shift. But Clemuel seems shocked by it, but Cha-Cha, for you, it feels just like sliding through the threshold of a door. And you are suddenly in Salah's shop. 
with Clemuel. Yo. Slaw is like, holy shit. I didn't know you could do that. The things I can do that I forget. It's amazing. <laughs> Clemuel, are, are you okay? You look terrible. And she is just weeping on the floor as Salah comes over and kind of gathers her up. Yeah, okay, I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, do you got anything else or no? No, I, honestly, I wasn't expecting any of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clemmy, all you good? She's just weeping. Well, I'm assuming this means you are, well, emotionally not good. Physically, you are good. But you've been through a lot. There's no further response. Um, okay. We're back to what we were... I'm gonna go. Bye. And you can see that Salah is now holding Clemuel. He's, like, picked her up in his arms. And just before you vanish, there's this moment where you see his face contort. And it's almost like a finger pushes through his skin. Forming a first bandable on his face. Oh, no. And you disappear and reappear in the alley. Oh, no. Maybe I should go back. What? Why? What? What happened? There may or may not be a mandible moment. Take me with you, Chasha. Let's go. Yeah, me too. Okay, but, like, I'm getting pretty exhausted. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to carry me afterwards. But not really. Four. Okay. Ready? Let's go. Okay, so it's two levels of effort to take two people with you. Yep. Okay. You guys up here in the shop. Salah is holding Clemuel, and the first mandible has pushed out of his face, and his mouth is opened, and he is screaming. And you can see the first, like, little tickles, almost, of, like, a finger inside the his other cheek. Yeah, so Nyx will activate moving like water. Mm-hmm. And you can activate moving like water, and then I want you guys all to roll initiative. 16. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 15. Wow, cha-cha. I got 13. Pretty good initiative for us. Three other of those finger mandibles sprout out of Salah's face, and his eyes turn red like all the whites of his eyes had filled up with blood. And that's his turn. Next up is Nyx. Nyx and jump attack the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. So this is an 18 to start. Well, first you're rolling for your jump, right? Yeah. Difficulty 4 might roll to jump. Mm-hmm. 12th. I'll spend my two levels of effort there. Mm-hmm. Six. 15. Okay, so you're up in the air. Now this is an 18 to hit. I'll use moving like water as an asset. Train it unarmed. It's 12. Mm-hmm. And two more levels of effort. Okay, so six. 17. Okay. So that's plus one damage, so that brings your total to... Additional three points, so that's four plus... To what? Eight, twelve, and prone. Wow. Okay, so Clemuel falls out of his arms as Salah is knocked to the ground. Next up is Dilly. Dilly. Specifically using major illusions so that he can include scent in this is going to bubble Salah, blind, deafen, and then nose blind as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Just fill it with the smell of farts. <laughs> Thinking ammonia. Let's go with ammonia. Cactus? Uh, okay. What? That's smarter, but it is less fun. Yeah. <laughs> like cactus, though. That's great. That, it, Dilly would do something chemically. I don't know if he would stick or go with farts. That's a cha-cha thing. Okay. 
Speaking of which, next up is Cha-Cha. I'm going to do an action recovery roll. Uh, Not bad. Take a beat. Next up is Salah. He is on the floor. He is going to spend his turn standing up, and he seems to, like, his mouth becomes bloody. This weird mandible mouth just starts filling with blood as his mandibles start snapping in front of his face. Next up is Nyx. Nyx gonna give him, you know, like a, like a like a real good punch to the mandibles. Okay, so that's an eighteen. He's bubbled, so he's hindered for sure. Yeah, so that makes it a fifteen. And then Nyx is trained and unarmed and has moved like water. It's a nine. And two free levels of my edge. That makes it a three. And then I'll spend three remaining my edge on damage. Yeah. 12. So. Okay, so it's plus nine. So that's 17. What does it look like when you kill Salah completely? <gasps> really underwhelming and kind of sad, you know? Yeah. It's like, sure, she punches the mandibles, but she also cuts oh. her knuckles on his teeth. Mm hmm. Yeah, he hits his head on, on his counter on the way down, and that's that. Mm-hmm. All three of you feel an uncomfortable pulse in your forearms from the ashen mark. Yeah, we got to get this resolved ASAP. Yeah. Moments after we see Salah fall, Kandila do a quick check around the shop to see if there's any ciphers that put people to sleep. Roll me 1d20. This is, this is pure chance. Right, right. So we're going to see if you roll above and 15. 11. Yeah, you don't find anything specific to that. Oh, shit. Any kind of calm emotion, depressant? No, that would have been covered. Yeah, this. okay. Fuck. All right, then Dilly's going to quickly cover Clemiel's body, which is kind of a almost like a sensor blur, if that makes sense. Okay. To obscure her vision or? To obscure Salah's body so that Clemiel is not directly looking at it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nyx will assume that Salah lived around the shop or in the shop, and does he have a room? I mean, you could look through the shop. I mean, if you look through the shop, you do find a door that seems to lead upstairs. Nyx will pick up Clemuel and take her upstairs. Okay, it's a really modest, you know, essentially one room with a bathroom apartment, sort of like a like a studio apartment. Okay, Nyx will put her on the bed and then put a little purse with 20 shins next to her. And go back downstairs. Dilly, recruiting Chacha's help, is going to move Salah's body to kind of the back rooms that we were in, where the other mandible guardians were when we were with uh, Augusta, and put Salah's body with them. Okay. If they're still there. So you're moving the body back there. I would like to offer Dilly an XP. (sighs) Yes, please. Will you give the other XP to? Alex, since I have recruited Chacha in this bullshit. Yes. Yes. Okay. Dilly, as you're moving the body, you suddenly feel a strange sensation in your forearm where the ashen mark is. And then, oddly enough, you feel this strange itching pressure coming from your face on the right side, just below your upper jaw. And that's where we're in this episode. Fuck. Oh, man. (laughs) Click, click, how move. That's exciting. Ah, fuck. Say something about this episode. Ooh, hmm. I feel like we were quite smart. Also, an annoying Deneb is one of my favorite things. Mm. Mm-hmm. When she's like, I, I must leave. I know. <laughs> like, no, <don't> <laughs> we'll miss you. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. You seem to have found the sweet spot for scaring away Deneb with social interactions. Because you've done that a couple times now. Yeah, just be like a little too weird. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? So I mildly planned this based on the last listener intrusion that Stace provided. So Stace is like, hey, you want to see this retelling of the Ramayana? Well, I've got another one for you. That's a movie. Dun, 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 dun. It's called Sita Sings the Blues. And it's not a retelling. It's more of a movie in three parts where one story is this woman's journey where I think she moved. I haven't seen this part. I've never really paid attention to this segment of it. She moves like to India with her boyfriend, I believe, or something like that. I don't know. I forget. Something about this lady and how she's like relating to the Ramayana. Then a second part is two shadow puppets explaining the Ramayana to people. And then the third section is animated like sections of the Ramayana paired with jazz music. Oh, cool. (laughs) It's a really fun movie. I think you can find it maybe on YouTube actually to watch. Mm. Actually, there might. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh? Yeah, it's, if you just Google Sita Sings the Blues, Sita spelled S-I-T-A. Mm-hmm. The normal way. There's a website. You can just watch it on the website. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's really, like, the jazz music is wonderful. It's an interesting look at the Ramayana because you kind of get a Western lens on it where if you were a modern person being told this story, you might have opinions and... Yeah. I just, it's a very fun movie to watch and enjoy. There are a lot of movies based on the Ramayana. If you really want to have a fun one, go watch the Bollywood movie, Bira, where they're like, here's the Ramayana set in modern times, and (laughs) this is what we think of you. How do you spell Bira? B-E-E-R-A, I believe. It stars Ashraya Rai and her husband. Why can't I remember her husband's name? Because he's Abhishek. I'm like, he's really famous, too, and his dad's super famous, but I can never remember his name. So he's not in very many good movies. I mean, what? Hold on, spell that again, because there's a Bollywood IPA that I got instead. One second. I will send you the link. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no. Ravan. So R-A-A-V-A-N. R-A-V-A-N-A. Sorry. I was saying Bira because that's like the main theme, and that's one of the characters' names. Well, if listeners wanted to tell us what they think of Sita Sings the Blues or Ravan or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Podcast, podcast. We have a podcast website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll find our socials. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram, Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. But the best place to talk about this movie and any other movie is to come to our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. We'll take you there. A lot of good stuff happens there. A lot of good discussions. We have a Spoilers Wanted channel and mm. plants and animals and books and memes. Yeah, also, if you feel like you should give us money for what we've done in your ears today, and it is within your means, patreon.com slash Explorers One is a great place to support us. Also, please use our dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice, Explorers Wanted, at checkout. Get 10% off your order. 
And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do is tell your friends, family, everyone you know about why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It makes a huge difference when people are looking for shows that they want to listen to. It helps us find an audience in a very busy field of actual play podcasts. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was Matt, well, I just want you to know that your eyes are beautiful. I can see why he wants them. I tell you to hide all your serrated spoons in your house, but unfortunately, he's already making his rounds, and he brings his own plucker. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. Why would you have a serrated spoon in your house? For grapefruit. Oh, shit. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't own any grapefruit spoons. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. Why would you have grapefruit in your house? I'm a slam potato. I'm actually proud and happy that he would use his own specialized tools rather than a grapefruit spoon. I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch and Real T Unicorn on Twitter. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye! bye.